a former Royal Air Force pilot, the author of The Entrepreneurial Scale-Up System, How to Overcome the Challenges of Achieving Seven-Figure Business Success and Beyond. The founder of BizSmart, he does a lot, and we have an incredible show ahead of us with Kevin Brent, streaming in from us today from the United Kingdom. It has been a little while since I recorded across the pond, you could say, and now I'm excited to bring on Kevin because of all the great work he does. Today, he is going to address SMEs, business value, growth, and scale-up strategy. Why 95% of small business owners never get beyond three employees. Exit strategies for business. Why exits don't happen by accident and how to build a value-based business for exit. We welcome experienced and incredible entrepreneur. He's been practicing. He's an author. He's focusing on strategy, business development, and building value for business owners. I mentioned BizSmart. This is his company he founded, I guess, 10 years ago. Congratulations on the success 2012 with the aim of supporting business owners to build scalable, sustainable, and ultimately valuable businesses. They're all about to scale up and value, and that is just what you're going to get today by tuning in. Get ready to grow. Having a former Air Force pilot on the show today for our Spotlight Story mid-episode, we're going to dive into a write-up called AFRLs, or the Air Force Research Laboratories Entrepreneur Opportunity Program that turns people, ideas, into new private sector businesses. I can't wait to learn all about that. But first, let's kick it off here. Kevin, what does entrepreneurship mean to you? This segment is sponsored by Bedrock Business Builders, a small business startup specialist. Start, build, manage. Brilliant. Thank you very much for inviting me on, Vincent. And what a great, got a great build up. If we get to touch a fraction of that, then it'll be amazing. So, uh, you know, fantastic. Thank you. What does entrepreneurship mean to me? I think, I think, I think, first of all, it's an entrepreneurial mindset. Uh, which I think comes first. And I don't think you have to necessarily start your own business to have an entrepreneur, entrepreneurial mindset. That's all about being proactive, looking for looking for better ways to do things, looking for opportunities and not just sitting back and going, oh, well, you know, uh, that's the way it is. So looking always for things, way to do better. And the, and the entrepreneurship bit that comes from that really is then about combining that with actually, how can we make some money out of this as well? Is, is there a business model that goes with this uh, as well? Um, so you can be an entre- have an entrepreneurial mindset within a company. You can help them save money. You can look for new opportunities. But then if you if you go out and you set up on your own um, and make it into a business model that is going to make, make money for you and other people, um, then that's the entrepreneurship bit that comes. I love how you started that off, the entrepreneur mindset. I find the way I think and go about my day-to-day, even my tasks, is very different than someone in the nine to five realm. We always do have to think outside the box, find ways to grow, do it better. As you said, thank you for a great kickoff. Everyone listening on, this is that entrepreneur show. My name is Vincent A. Lancy. I'm excited to record this show today. I appreciate viewing on listening on and joining as a guest. As we keep this show going fresh from the end of 2020, I can't wait to see where it keeps going. Kevin, would you mind saying hello to our audience and introduce yourself more on a personal note? Then we're going to dive all into your business. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Hello, hello to everyone. Great to great, great to be here. Um, my, I, I, you know, I'm 
ex Air Force, as you said, you know, my original background, you know, I'm electrical electronic engineering, but then I went into the Air Force as a, as, as a pilot. Um, but then I came out and I've since then got into various corporates, uh, the, the typical corporate career, but also then uh, an entrepreneurial career, starting up my own my own businesses with a bit of management consultancy thrown in thrown in there as well, and a, and a good old MBA from INSEAD uh, in, in France, which uh, some of you may may have heard of. So that that's me, and and um, you know the the passion, the thing that drives me at the moment is. I, I saw some stats at one point that made me realize that actually, you know, the scaling up is, 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 is difficult. Lots of people start a business, but only about, as we've just seen, seen from some of the numbers you said at the beginning, only about 4% of businesses scale beyond 10 employees. And I wanted to know why that is and to really help to, to help businesses create scalable but ultimately valuable businesses. I love that creating value. That's something we have to do. Shout out to Debbie Lumberg on the show all the time. She preaches value. Yeah. Let's now go right into it, though. Your business. Did you always want to be an entrepreneur? Funnily enough, um, didn't always want to be an entrepreneur. I did some entrepreneurial things. I got the bug, I think, when I was at university, um, and um, you know, I saw somebody. Um, I was on the university air squadron there, and I saw somebody that was making money from property development. And essentially, you know, he he had some money behind him, and he would literally just give the keys to um, to, to to a main contractor and just say, "Go and you know, go and go and do that." And he'd make lots of money. I thought, oh, God, you know, that's an easy way to make money. And I think at heart, aren't most of us as entrepreneurs? Aren't we? Aren't we a little bit lazy? We'd like to find an easier way to do something. We hate the boring drudgery stuff. We're prepared to work really hard on what we're passionate about, but the boring, mundane things we don't want. To do so do we really want to want to want a job nine to five no we want we want to simplify things do things and give us time to spend on those things we want to do and i think that's what kicked me off then was with you know that that, that was yeah that was the the turning point i suppose for me or at least one of them i love it we're looking for other ways to do something thomas says and i believe the quote is there's a better way to do it go find it and yeah. i included that in my mba speech because i really believe it where just because something's done wasn't something is done one way, excuse me, does not mean it is the only way. There may be yeah. another way and a better way to do it. Let's now switch over. BizSmart, tell us all about it. So, yep, set up in 2012. As you said, we've just had our 10th birthday, uh, which is which is great milestone for us. And yeah, we are trying to help create more scale-ups. We're trying to move the needle on that dial I mentioned where, where only 4% of businesses scale beyond 10 employees and, and less than 1% beyond 50 employees. So we're trying to help business owners that want to, they've got something about them, they've got that ambition, but maybe they haven't quite worked out how to unlock that potential. That's what we're trying to do. And... Who is your target client? Yeah. Who's so, a good fit for you? Yeah. Typically somebody that's been in business for at least two or three years. So we don't generally deal with the, with the startup side of, side of things. And somebody then that is in that, typically they're in that sort of five or six uh, stage employees, maybe they've got a business that's running and they're starting to see some of the real headaches um, of, of having, yeah, they're growing, maybe getting more clients, but they're, they're, they're tearing their hair out. They're losing a bit of control. Maybe they're struggling to get the people to do what they want to do. And maybe at the end of the day, they're not getting the cash coming out that they would, that they would want. So it's, it's that kind of business that's ambitious to scale, but maybe feels a bit stuck and doesn't quite know how to do it. I like that. I appreciate you sharing. I have it written here in the show notes for when the show goes live. That way, if any of you are listening on, don't want to rewind the episode, find what we're saying. It's going to be here, who his ideal client is, and he's proven success. He can help it work for you. Is there anything else you want to share about BizSmart? 
Um, well, we're we're so we're on our own our own scale up journey. Obviously, we've we've written uh, written the book, the um, the entrepreneurial scale up system. I've written that, and the idea of that is to try and so one of the challenges with 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 business is there's so many great learnings out there, but it's actually applying and finding what is relevant for us and that's what i've tried to do with the scale up system is to simplify this so that it's not it's not a theory a textbook it's practical practical things that you can do and a lot of it's based around habits and great habits that we can get ourselves into that then mean that we're going to spot those things that need changing we're going to be on the lookout for them and then we're going to focus on the things that are really important definitely a preview to my writing with author show on youtube i think i'm gonna have to go ahead and schedule him as soon as this show is over so we could dive more into this book green cover you'll see the link in the episode description for you to buy a copy i'm excited to learn all about your writing journey but for today we are on the entrepreneurship journey and i think it's a great time to dive right into the spotlight story i mentioned as we have someone who served in the air force on the show I looked, went ahead and tried to find an article that would resonate, and I found this really great opportunity that I did not know about. It is an yeah. entrepreneur opportunity program that turns these ideas into actual businesses, into more than an idea. And I'm going to go ahead and share some of the article, and then we'll get our guest's take on it. Brilliant. They're turning scientists and engineers into business owners to speed emerging technology to warfighters, as the article puts. AFRL is great at innovating new technologies, but unless someone somewhere decides to produce them, no one benefits. This is from Sean Mahoney, the small business office chief entrepreneur there. The EOP helps AFRL scientists and engineers set up private businesses or licensing arrangements around their technology, sometimes even technology they have developed as an Air Force employee. It also includes a, quote, take-back agreement, which is a path for scientists and engineers to return to work in the lab within five years if they prefer. I think that's really cool. There seems to be nothing to lose there. They can always go back to what they liked. And I'm going to share another quote. Who is better suited to take these lab-grown technologies out into the world and do something with them than the scientists and engineers who created them? The problem is, how do you incentivize Department of Defense civilians to leave their comfortable jobs and stable salaries and start businesses around the intellectual property and technology they may have even developed. I think this is awesome, great opportunities for so many. And there are three paths these employees, the AFRL employees can take with these EOP ideas. License Air Force technology, create a new company using that technology to address Air Force needs, temporarily support a business already licensing Air Force technology, and this process is split into two phases for licensing Air Force technology and starting their own businesses. Kev, what are your takeaways on this article? I think it's I think it's I think it's brilliant. It's a great example of where an organization that you wouldn't necessarily think of as being an entrepreneurial organization is showing that they are and they're trying to uncover and support entrepreneurial mindset within within the within the business and we've got a, there's a couple of other great examples like the NHS in the UK do something similar you wouldn't you wouldn't think of that um, necessarily but they have um, a similar way where they're looking for to bubble up some really good ideas from people and they'll support them they'll give them a little bit of time maybe a little bit of resources um, and then they'll have various milestones similar to this where um, where potentially they can either get through to the next stage or not and, and of course companies like 3M uh, were very famous around doing this and supporting entrepreneurship within 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 the business. So I think I think it's fantastic. I think it's great that they're, that they're doing that. 
I think it allows employees to grow in so many new ways and that can only help their their job with the company uh, or the Air Force, excuse me. I really enjoyed the part that says, hey, if you're not happy, come back. I think that's a rare thing. I have never really heard of someone offering such a nice option. <laughs> yes, that's 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 true. You, you tend to think of everything normally being a one way one way street, but actually, yes, that's that that is a really nice really nice point. Many entrepreneurs though eventually leave their nine to five and they're all in on their entrepreneurial endeavors. But when you're all in, you're all in. You don't really have that plan B, that backup. Yeah, and and I would and I and I would say something about that. I can see why they're doing that, and it's nice to have. But actually, some of entrepreneurial um, and entrepreneurship success comes from not having a safety net, um, and from knowing that come what may, you have to make this work, um, and and then you will find the real resilience and the real the real way the real ways through. Um, so you know, I, I I guess it's a double edged sword a little bit a little bit there. But it's nice that they're that they're not saying right off you go and we're never going to see you again. I love it. Thank you for a nice break from the episode. I had a great time diving into that article, but now it's going back to all things. Kevin, share your greatest lesson learned in entrepreneurship for our audience. Well, I think it's a combination of those things we said earlier, but I, I think it's focus. I think I think really you have to be you have to have be single minded mm-hmm. about what it is that you're trying to achieve, and then you do everything you can to 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 do that, and not. And this is the big problem that a lot of us face is not getting distracted by bright, shiny objects that look like they might might be the right thing to do and get us a a little bit of money. But actually, really, they're detracting or distracting us from achieving what it is that we want to achieve. Yes, the shiny object syndrome is real. Um, We are all guilty of it in different ways. Even for me, as little as social media, Instagram, 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 that came out. I was in college. And that was just a popular thing. And I never monetized it after even so much point how I don't really care for the likes and all of these things. And if I had a larger presence on social media, I probably could have different representation because that's what it's all judged on. But for me, I look at it as a school will not hire not hire me because I'm not posting every day to speak or use my book. So I'm looking yes. forward to um, getting more modern with the social media. I have help now with the TikTok account. If anyone listening on is on TikTok, Check out the great work we've been doing on there, trying to raise awareness for traumatic brain injuries, drinking and driving, and of course, mental health and entrepreneurship. But before we sign off, we're going to ask Kev if he could choose to sit down and learn from any entrepreneur throughout history, have an awesome conversation and take away so much. Who would you choose? You know what? I'm I'm going to choose somebody that's probably lesser known. I mean, there's lots of great entrepreneurs. I'm, I know your previous guests have talked about and, and and whatever some some more obvious ones. I'm going to choose somebody that may be lesser known. A gentleman called James Ash- Ashford, and yeah. he started a company called Go Proposal, uh, aimed at uh, aimed at supporting accountants prim- primarily. Um, and he built and a very focused business, very clear about what he wanted to do. And um, after a, a relatively short period of time, only about seven or eight years, he had a great exit by being bought out by by Sage. And I think, you know, I'd, I'd love to meet him in person and shake his hand and, and understand a little bit more about how he how he managed that success. I love that. Well, let's delve deeper. I love asking my guests this question. Where would the meeting happen if you had the choice to pick the location? Oh, where would the meeting happen? That's a really good, that's a really good question. You know what? I, I think at the top of the London Eye. We'd, we'd be on the London Eye and we'd be overlooking the overlooking the Thames and we'd be having the meeting up in one of those bubbles. I love anyway. it. It's uh, 
it's always great to see where I hope one day that the entrepreneur of choice is listening on to the episode and they reach out to my guests. So one day I think that will happen. But I can't thank you enough for taking the time to join me over the pond, join our listeners with a great show. You inspired me thinking outside the box. We're talking about mindset. We talked all things entrepreneurship. Remember, his ideal client may be just what you need. If you're on the cusp of breaking out, you have a few years experience already running your business, have some employees, reach out to Kev. He's going to tell you how right now, where to find more about him, email address, website, you name it. Brilliant. Thank you. Yeah, you can you can look up for the entrepreneurial scale up system as the, as the book. You can you can find that. You can find us uh, on at bizsmart.com co.uk that's b-i-z-s-m-a-r-t dot co.uk and i'd love to if, if i'm allowed to talk about my podcast as well if that's that's all okay, right yeah. we, have a, we have a podcast called scale up radio and we're always looking for great stories uh, of entrepreneurs that have scaled up uh, to have them as, as guests on on that podcast excellent well it's always great to find new podcasts and Help us continue to think outside the box. Be sure to go check out all he has to offer and reach out. Step outside that comfort zone if you think this is just the push in the direction you need. He has a lot to offer. I am at Vincent A. Lancey and at That Entrepreneurship on all social media. Be sure to check out the YouTube channel, Vincent A. Lancey, for a lot of exclusive shows like Writing with Authors and awesome videos behind the scenes. I'm looking forward to next Friday where I will see everyone once again here on That Entrepreneur Show. Vincent, thank you very much indeed.